Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, the Monetary Authority of Singapore tightened its Sing dollar policy in a surprise move this morning. Typically, such adjustments are reserved for its biannual monetary policy statements in April and October. To help us understand the move, we're joined on the line now by Selena Ling, Head of Treasury Research and Strategy at OCBC Bank. Selena, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, great to be on the show. Good to have you with us. So, Selena, this is not the first time that the central bank has acted in between its biannual monetary policy statements. But I'm just wondering, why is MAS making the move now? Why not wait until April? Well, I think in their statement, they say quite clearly that, you know, since October last year, actually the inflation assessment and outlook has shifted quite a fair bit. Mm -hmm. And I think they are basically uh, quite concerned not only about the persistent uh, imported inflation on the external front, you know, due to rising commodity and food prices, but also on the domestic front, I think the wage adjustments due to the labour market tightness is probably coming through a little bit faster Mm -hmm. and more aggressive than what was initially expected. So I guess they think that, you know, this inflation uh, uptick essentially it's still going to continue to surprise on the upside in the coming months all the way out to April. That said, though, um, MAS has also revised its inflation forecast for the year. How much of a dent or buffer will this currency move have on inflation? And what further adjustments might we then see at the April MPS? Well, I think they view today's move really as another preemptive adjustment uh, that builds on the October move. So I guess, you know, it's really like a step-by-step type of uh, tightening in order to ensure medium-term price stability. I mean, my view is that today's move will essentially give them a bit of uh, space and Mm -hmm. policy headroom to, you know, assess the situation going out to the April NPS. That's it, you know, um, the April NPS itself is probably still live in the sense that actually the window is still open for another gradual tightening of sorts. We're speaking with Selena Ling, Head of Treasury Research and Strategy at OCBC Bank. Selena, what reaction have we seen from the Sing dollar so far following the move? And are you revising your outlook for the U.S. Sing dollar? Well, I think if you look at this morning, post the MAS announcement, dollar mm-hmm. Sing did, did a little bit. But I think given that the Sing here, um, we are already, you know, basically hitting the top end, which is the 2%. Mm-hmm. On the stronger side of the parity band, essentially there's limited uh, room for it to move much further from here at this current juncture. So I think looking ahead, actually what we will be looking out for would be where the broad dollar is trading. Because bearing in mind the FOMC is meeting tonight and you know if they continue to sound very hawkish and they are probably going to signal their intent to start the rates liftoff in March itself, some of that uh, incoming dollar strength may actually mitigate uh, what MAS has actually done today. And taking a step back to look at why the MAS is making is, is taking these measures um, into action, what does this mean for consumers? We saw co-inflation yesterday. The number is particularly high, but from a consumer perspective, how does this translate? I think for consumers, actually, we have been grappling with upside inflation surprises uh, mm-hmm. for quite a few months already. 
Um, if you look globally, the inflation metric has really shifted away from transitory to persistent and staying elevated for a longer period of time, right? So, you know, this move, actually what it means is that we probably see a stronger appreciation bias uh, for the same dollar on a trade-weighted basis going forward, at least out to April. And that will probably buy us a little bit of time. And, you know, in terms of the imported inflation, it could mean slightly cheaper imports in the interim. But like I said, a lot of it actually would also depend on how some of the other major currencies are moving, and in particular the dollar because of the expected hawkish Fed going ahead. And between now and April, we have another significant event. We've got the budget and the highly anticipated GST hike, potential additional wealth taxes and a carbon tax hike as well. What will all of this mean for consumption and inflation expectations? Well, I think the official outlook you know, is that the growth uh, output gap basically will turn slightly positive. So mm-hmm. they are quite sanguine in terms of the growth outlook. And I think uh, the concern now will probably be more one of inflation that's an overarching uh, policy objective. So I think 2022 will be a year of double tightening because we're going to see both fiscal and monetary policy levers basically grinding tighter. I think as far as the average man on the street is concerned, I think there is some expectation that, you know, if the highly anticipated 2 percentage point GSC hike mm-hmm. comes true, then we could be seeing a bump higher in terms of the prices we have to pay for the average goods and also services. And bearing in mind that actually, you know, the earlier budget announcement is that for 1st January 2023, you know, the GST will be applicable to low-cost imported goods as well. So, you know, it's all coming together uh, at the same time. So, Selena, we've spoken about inflation. What about interest rates? What impact is all of this expected to have on interest rates? Well, typically, when you have a tightening monetary policy on the exchange rate side, that should actually allow for greater capital inflows and keep the short-term thing interest rates from rising too mm. fast. Uh, that's it. The overall direction, I think we still will take the cue from the US dollar uh, interest rates. And given that the Fed is now on a hawkish tilt, you know, they are expected to start hiking rates from March. And in fact, the futures market has fully priced in four rate hikes of 25 basis points each. This year, um, I think it will continue to drag you know, everyone in the sphere higher across the board, uh, Singh included, except that I think this tightening move by MES and you know, additionally, also the expected tightening come April MPS, it just means that Singh interest rates may not have to rise as much as US interest rates. Okay, well, Selena, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and helping us to digest that move by the Monetary Authority of Singapore earlier today. Thank you. We've been speaking with Selena Ling, Head of Treasury Research and Strategy at OCBC Bank. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.